I'm Cindy Lauper. My psoriasis was all over, even on my scalp, which may mean four times the risk for psoriatic arthritis. But Cosentix works on both. Cosentix secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis 300 milligram dose and adults with active psoriatic arthritis 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or one 844 Cosentix. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome, everyone, to a preview edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast on Mile High Sports. This podcast is brought to you by Tap14. Uh, my name is Ryan Green. The guy joining me today, Justin Michael. Justin, have you been to Tap14? I have not, but I know I need to get there soon. Yeah, uh, 70 Colorado beers, 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Like, it is the Colorado bar. It's got an amazing balcony uh, in, or patio on top of the roof. It's uh, just go. It's got great food, unbelievable place to go. Uh, but that is not why we are here today. Today we are talking about, ju- like, let's just start with this. How amazing is it that the Broncos Raiders games are now good again? <laughs> it's like, it's, it's definitely, it's a, it's a bittersweet thing, though. You know, I, I know what you're saying, but for continue. so long, for so long during the Broncos Raiders rivalry, I was always like, ah, oh, I want the Raiders to get good again, just so these games actually matter. Because there was like six or seven years where it legitimately it was like, oh, we're gonna go there and kick the crap out of them, or they're gonna come to Denver and get the crap kicked out of them. Right. So I mean, I'm excited to have a a game where two teams are competitive and it matters, and you got the keep to leave michael crabtree beef yes yeah that type of stuff is like what i am so looking forward to um i just think i don't know i grew up when and i was like really young when it was broncos raiders so most of the like i don't know emotion with it it was just kind of like over overdoing it because i was a kid i was like oh yeah i hate the raiders mm-hmm. uh, and then they just went on the streak of nothing forever and so it was like, you know, by the time I was an adult, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a Raiders game, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but now it's like, all right, cool. Maybe there is. Maybe there's like that rivalry that I've seen in videos, you know. Uh, maybe it's, it's uh, like you were talking about, Akeeb and Michael Crabtree. I don't know. I think it's just good. I, I, I understand and also don't like that the Raiders are good again. But I think in terms of a rivalry, I think the Broncos needed someone other than the Patriots because, like, 
the Patriots are everyone's rivals. Yeah, uh, it's, and, it's good for the league because yeah. I think most kids, or maybe not even kids at this point, like people in high school, college, even going on, would have more disdain for the the Chargers than the Raiders just right. based on how the series has been over yeah. the last decade. Even the Chiefs, really. Yeah, but now that you know the Chargers are nationally not relevant, playing in a soccer yeah. stadium, have no fans and all that, Broncos got to have a rival somewhere. Right. Like you said, it is good for the NFL. Uh, the Packers-Bears game got a 9-9 rating on a Thursday night. We all complain about, you know, uh, Thursday night football, but that's a fantastic rating. And I think that is, it was just a, a rivalry game. I thought they presented it well. They went over the history of the game. Um, so if, if the Broncos and Raiders can get back to that stage where their game is a national thing, which I think it can be. I think it does hold it that. Be. You can you can at least go back and show people like look how you know yeah. aggressive this rivalry once was. I think it then can become a national thing if they're both good, which I I'm all for. I'm definitely for that. Just all right, so let's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No. All right, uh, we'll, we'll we'll just go ahead and uh, start breaking down the game, Justin. What are your initial thoughts uh, on, on this game, especially after last week? Uh, when 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 both teams started off two and zero, I was like, "Oh, all right, this is gonna be a good game." And then after last week, I was like, "Wow, all right, t- these two teams do have some flaws in them." What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think when we talked last Saturday, if we would have brought this game up, my my answer would have been a lot different. Um, yeah. But I think you have to feel good given that the game is at home um, yeah. early in the season. Historically, the Broncos are very very good at home. Yeah, have, will it still be September tomorrow? Um, will it? I don't know. What what day is ah, today? Uh, it's September thirtieth. No, it no, will tomorrow's be, October first. Uh, huh? uh, all right, so because they were really good in, in Broncos were really good in September, like the past couple years, so yeah. uh, that could have added to the to the hype. But anyways, continue. Anyways, uh, um, but yeah, both of these teams they've looked really good defensively early in the season. Uh, if you're the if you're the Broncos, I think it's all about protecting Trevor Simeon. Have you seen him take a bunch of shots early in these yeah, first couple week weeks? So uh, you got the Khalil Mack coming up, and I think all Broncos fans can remember what Khalil Mack did, what was it, two years ago when he recorded like five sacks in that game? <laughs> to the revolving door that was, what, Donald Stevenson? No, Schofield. 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 That was Holy. Schofield's worst oh game ever, God. yeah. Oh, yeah. What about you, man? What do you think? How how do the Broncos square up offensively against this team? I don't know. Because, so, like, the thing that worried me about last week was that while the offense did pretty well, they still didn't score, which was the problem last year. Yeah, it looked like the offense of the last two years, honestly. Right. And so that is like, all right, did teams like now just figure out Trevor Simeon? Or was that just a bad game? I, I think it's early in the season, so I'm going to just chalk that up to a bad game. This will be, this will be, I, I, I hate saying the games are tests because, you know, 16 games a year, every game's a test. But this is going to be where you can actually measure up. I think you, you saw that you have the ability to lose to a team like the Bills. So why don't you show yourself that you have the ability to beat a team like the Raiders? And get that confidence back. Um, I think that the Broncos just didn't have anything to play for last last week. Like they just didn't get amped up. Uh, we, Eleven a.m. game it. in Buffalo. Right. Yeah. Right. We've talked about. It. I think this this defense needs like a challenge to really get out there. I think they autopilot on bad teams because they just know they're good, and and usually their autopilot beats those bad teams. 
but I think this is the challenge week. I think they, I think they, they know that this is a rivalry with the Raiders. I know that they now know that the Raiders are for real. Because last year, it could have, you know, when they went into Oakland, I think there was still that feeling like, oh yeah, they're the new kids on the block, but we're the Super Bowl champs. Like you know, you got to prove it, and they got their teeth kicked in. So I think this is the Broncos' way of, you know, possibly saying, all right, we know you're good now. Now you're gonna get you know, our best effort every game we play you, can you match that effort? And when it comes to, because I think it's a toss-up. I really do. I think when you look at the game, I think it's a toss-up because I, I, I am afraid for Trevor Simeon's life at the moment. But I think it's a toss-up. And when you go into what you were saying, when you go, when you have that home crowd early in the season, I think this just sh- this is like a a three to ten point win for the Broncos. Uh, it's just we need to talk about how they're going to get there now. Uh, so so in terms of when the the Broncos are on the offense, what's going to be like a the biggest key to their success? What what do they need to do? Do they need to throw it more, or do they need to run and just keep the Raiders' offense off the field? I think the the biggest factor in this offense all season is definitely going to be C.J. Anderson mm-hmm. and can you get that run game going and establish some tempo. Because when, when you see this offense going and C.J. is getting five, six yards a carry and then Trevor is able to you know roll off of that and hit Emmanuel in the flat or DT on a quick screen and stuff like that, He's able to get in a nice little rhythm, and you see him get that ball rolling. But when they can't run the ball and you got to rely on Trevor Simeon to be the guy, right. which he's not. He's not that guy. He he's has not. looked and good. And he's admitted. He's yeah, admitted he's and not he's that admitted guy. it. Exactly. Like, he's he's looked good this year. But if Trevor Simeon's throwing the ball, like, 35 times a game, I don't think they're going to win very many games this season. Yeah, absolutely. I think Trevor always needs to stay below 30. If he's, you know... 24 27 I would assume most of those games the Broncos win because that means that CJ and and uh Jamal Charles getting it you know about he could be the other biggest factor honestly what does Jamal Charles do in this game and how do you get him involved both in the screen game running up they've done a good job like using his strengths so far getting him off Mm -hmm. the getting him off the tackle getting him in space but we saw a little bit of nastiness from Jamal Charles in that Buffalo game right I think at the moment he's a little underutilized from yeah, what I've get, get from what I saw. Yeah, like he's you know he was he was famous for having a, a, a an insanely high yards per carry average over his career. I think it was five and a half yards ever, coming into Denver, yeah. right? And I thought, all right, if he is at like four and a half, he's clearly you know decreased in in talent and and what he's able to perform. But from what I saw last week, it's that same guy. You know, I think everyone wants to think that he's going to be running scared because he's a speed back with two bad knees. But you're right. He like on his touchdown run, that was pure effort and strength. That was just a great touchdown run. So I think you know when and I didn't think CJ had a great game last week. So I think that's when. Uh, I, I saw Jamal Charles have a better game last week. I would have then just kept putting him in the game and been like, "Hey, CJ, it's just not your game. They got you know they got whatever working for him uh, against you. So let's just go with Jamal at the moment." And I think those are two great backs to have on this team. But you're right. It again, this I think this offense it does go back to can those two and and I'm not talking about. 150 yards from each of them. I'm talking about like those first downs that become second and fours. 
That's all those. That's all the Broncos need to just at least, like you were saying, just get that little momentum, and then that's when a Trevor Simeon five-yard throw becomes a first down. So that's that's what you're just kind of looking for is just to establish a, a a positive gain on the ground that the defense goes ah that was you know that's a pretty big chunk of yardage. So flip side, you look at the Raiders. Uh, Amari Cooper, uh, it sounds like he's still nursing injuries. Michael Crabtree getting up there. I guess he's getting a little older. I haven't been, I I think Derek Carr has been good. I don't think he's been great this year. And I honestly think that the Denver defense is going to have a really good game. I I want to, you know, I want to think that, you know, it's the Raiders and they're going to, you know, give them their best shots. And I think the Raiders still have the chance of scoring over 21 points. But I do still see that type of, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Packers game a few years ago, Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott game. You know, I could just see that type of frustration. And it'll really come down to what the offense does on on what dictates the game. If the offense can't do anything, it's going to be a really close game. But I think the defense is going to do enough to where this could be a comfortable win. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. What what we've seen from this the run defense this year gives me confidence because you know what you have in the secondary in Chris Harris and Aqib Tlaib and Bradley Roby and onward. But this run defense, man, this year has been something else. And that's that's really been the biggest key. They're getting off the field on these third and short situations. You know on, on third and long, I'll take Denver's chances nine times out of ten because this secondary, they can play man, they can play zone, they can drop back, yeah. they tackle well, you're fine. But what killed the Broncos last year was they just couldn't get off the field on those, you know, third and twos, right. third and threes. The, the defense, they get, they can't, most offenses aren't going to be able to move the ball through the air against you. But if you can also stop the run, man, how do you, how do you beat this team at home? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't see it happening. Like, I, I it's just, <laughs> that wasn't it, very helpful. I mean, I, you, I think, you know what I mean. Right. But I, I mean, I, I think the Patriots can beat them at home. But I think, it's the best home advantage in the NFL still. I, I just do. And uh, so, yeah, with their running game, I remember specifically last year in Oakland when it was a, a – T.J. Ward had an interception that was called back. And I remember seeing the Raiders' offensive line, like, almost yelling at the offensive coordinator for calling pass plays because they were like, we're running all over them. Why are we throwing the ball? And why, risk, why are we risking that? And so I think um, – I think that's. I think you're right. I, I I am anxious to see what this Raiders offensive line and Marshawn Lynch now do to that Broncos defense. Who's I, your I, X I factor on the on the D line oh, against man. a back like Marshawn Lynch? I think I think it's going to really help uh, that Zach Kerr is back, and I think Domas Hapeko is going to be it because if you can get Marshawn Lynch going laterally, he doesn't do that. He runs you over. So if he's trying to run sideways away from Von Miller and Shaq Barrett, he can't truck them. He's trying to avoid them. You see, you see what I'm saying? He's trying to get around the corner. That's a good, yeah, you had to force so, him. Right. So I think if you can just kind of play the Zeke Elliott thing, I think the, I think the reason – I mean, they played well against LaShawn McCoy, but I think the reason that they stopped Zeke Elliott so well is because they just said, I, we don't think you're really that fast to the outside and we're going to, you know, we're going to just clog up your middle lanes. And they proved him right. Uh, LaShawn McCoy had a little more success, but again, still under 30 yards rushing. That's, that's insane. So, so far the Denver rush defense has been fantastic. And I think they are still going to have that uh, upper edge on Marshawn Lynch and the Raiders. To be fair though, Tyrod and 
and Dak Prescott are not the quarterback from the pocket That's that, very true. that Carr is. And so Carr while is, I, yeah. I do think you have you're, you're going to see them stack the box a little bit again in obvious run situations. I think you'll probably see a little bit more, you know, nickel, uh, you know, three defensive back situations just because yeah. the Raiders are so explosive through the air. Right. And honestly, I, I would not be surprised if the Broncos don't have a sack in this game. And I think they're going to pressure Carr, but I think you're going to see him get rid of it really quickly. And even if it's a bad pass, I think you're still going to see him kind of just Just look like Philip Rivers. Right. I think he's going to really, like, uh, you could see a Derek Carr, maybe a self-sack. But I think they're going to have a game plan to just get the ball out quick. And that'll be interesting to see because Bradley Roby has been limited this week. He was full on Friday, but Friday's a walkthrough, so who really cares? Um, all right, so let's wrap this up. Justin, give me your final prediction and the final score. Yeah, uh, you know, I think that that loss was slightly deflating to Buffalo last week. That was a, a very winnable game, and they went in there and dropped the ball a little bit. I think you'll see a, a more focused team this Sunday. Like you said, the Broncos' defense over the last couple of years has, has tended to play up to its competition and I, I think we'll we'll see a similar game like that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I think you need a, a better outing from Trevor Simeon if you're yeah. going to win this game. Um, so I think that'll that'll be a big factor as well. Ultimately, I'm gonna go Denver twenty three, Oakland thirteen. All right, that's a that's a good score. I, I like that. I think. I think the Broncos' offense is going to do enough. I'm not saying the Broncos' offense is going to look stellar. I'm going to say they're just going to do enough. Uh, kind of like what we saw against San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you're going to have a, a second or third quarter where the Raiders' defense does stifle them a little bit. Um, but it'll just come down. I think it'll come down on the fourth quarter. But, I again, I think the Denver defense at home is just a different animal. And they're going to get pumped up for this game. And so I will say that the Broncos win 27 to 20. Um, but again, I would not be surprised if it was more than that. So there you All go. right. We'll All see. Right. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if the offense is putting up more than 27 on Oakland. Dang. Okay. We will, we will find out. We'll find out, sir. All right, that was the Broncos Blitz podcast, the preview for the Broncos Raiders game tomorrow, brought to you by Tap14. If you want to learn more about Tap14, go to tap14.com. Spell that whole thing out. Just spell 14 out, tap14.com. You see the whole beer list, drink list, menu, all that. Uh, Justin, thank you for joining us. What are you off to do for the rest of the day? I got to watch a little bit of college football and pretty Damn much right. just be a bum, yeah. <laughs> uh, where can people find you? They can find me on Twitter at Justin T. Michael. I uh, work for the Rocky Mountain Collegian up here in Fort Collins. Also a podcast host and scribe for Mile High Sports. So uh, check it out. Must follow Ram fans if you are a fan of the Rams. Justin is a must follow. All right, Justin, thank you so much. We will see you next time on the Broncos Blitz podcast on Mile High Sports. Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. My scalp was covered with psoriasis. Felt like I was trapped between a rock and a hard place. Then I started Cosentix. 
Cosentix Secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe black psoriasis, 300 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or 1-844-COSENTIX. Cosentix works for me. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.